Greetings, the Vision Forward professional training webinar will begin shortly. If you're able to hear this message with the accompanying music, your audio is configured correctly for the upcoming webinar. If you have any questions, please feel free to use the included chat with the Zoom client. Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you for joining our webinar. We are going to get started here. We've got a lot to cover uh, in an hour, and I want to make sure everybody gets out in time. Thank you for joining us on this professional training opportunity. What is this? Identifying items with vision loss. I am Corey Ballard, and I'm the Director of Technology here at Vision Forward. Vision Forward, vision Forward is a nonprofit organization located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and we empower, educate, and enhance the lives of individuals impacted by vision loss through all of life's transitions. We have a full spectrum of programs and services all designed to really promote that independence for individuals, and again, at all stages of life, so it can be through uh, birth uh, all the way through uh, senior years. Objectives. Today's objectives for our webinar are threefold. Before I jump into the objectives, though, I would just want to do a couple quick little housekeeping things. First, for those that are familiar with the Zoom platform, you may use the Q&A section to ask questions throughout the webinar. If the Q&A section is not working for you, it seemed to have had some issues a little bit earlier today, please feel free to use the chat function and we can uh, log those questions as well. So during the webinar, please feel free to type in your questions. They will be answered and uh, answers will be typed throughout the webinar. Uh, anything that we don't get a chance to answering, we'll also do live at the end. We'll have an opportunity at the end of the webinar to open up microphones for anyone to ask live questions. So you'll be able to get those in as well. Last little bit of housekeeping is anyone interested in ACVREP continuing education credits, you will need to complete a survey at the end of the webinar. Uh, the link will automatically open for you. You'll also receive it via email tomorrow and you'll need an entrance code and an exit code but I'm only going to give you the entrance code now because I want you to stick around for the whole hour. The entrance code for today's webinar is barcode. 
Today's entrance code is barcode. And I'll give them out again at the end for those who might sneak onto the webinar uh, towards the end. So today's objectives, uh, when we're looking at identifying items for individuals with vision loss, first, we want to explore the wide array of identification options that are designed for people living with vision loss. Two, through uh, demonstrations, we'll learn about the advantages and disadvantages of, uh, of these identification options, learn about their features and some possible applications. And last, number three, we'll obtain knowledge to assist in making the best recommendation based on skill level, comfort of technology, and the effectiveness of that labeling option. Strategies. So today we're going to be looking at three main strategies for identifying items. Now, you know, when we talked about creating this webinar, we realized that a lot of individuals already have strategies in place, both those that are visually impaired and those working with individuals who are visually impaired. You have uh, tried and true strategies that work great for you. And that's wonderful. And I definitely want you to keep using those. But we wanted to highlight really three main categories of strategies that may uh, that you may not be aware of or ways that you might be able to use things that you are familiar with already in different ways. So first, we're going to look at some basic tactile markings. Second, we're going to look at technology labeling options. And last, we're going to look at smartphone-based visual interpreters. And throughout the webinar, we'll dive into what all, uh, what's all under each of those three categories. Tactile. So tactile markings. Tactile markings are, are definitely a low-tech option. And you know what? In most cases, those can be the best option for identifying items. For example, if you have a, uh, a microwave or a stove or a, a thermostat, a simple bump dot could be the way that you could identify different buttons or areas on those devices, those appliances. There's no need to bring in a, a more complicated solution smartphone or build a robot that scans it and tells you what it is when a simple tactile marking like a bump dot can fill that need perfectly. We can also look at spot and line pens or tactile paints. These can be great, especially when you want a little bit more customization of your marking. So the spot and line pen or that tactile paint is going to allow you to determine how much uh, you're, you're, you're putting out. So how big is that marking? What shape that marking is? So you can do different shapes, you know, bump dots do come in squares and rounds and medium, small, large, but with that spot line pen or that tactile paint, you can really customize what, um, uh, you know, what that marking really looks like. You can um, also use wiki sticks or craft wax. These can be great again so that you can, uh, they're very tactile and you can decide what that shape uh, is. We'll see an example in our next slide of a really good use case for those wiki sticks or that craft wax. 
you know, also just using something simple as tape or Velcro can really uh, uh, do the trick as well. For example, I have some technology items, one specific item that I plug into my computer that has both a headphone jack and a microphone jack. And I can never remember on which side is which because depending on how you're holding it could change what left and right is. So I simply take a little piece of scotch tape and put it on the side that I know the microphone input is on. And now no matter which way I'm holding it, when as soon as I plug it into the computer, I always know very quickly just by feeling that this little piece of tape is by the tactile side. Velcro can work great on uh, keyboards. Uh, if you're teaching touch typing to individuals, putting some Velcro on the F and the J tab, enter, things like that can be great. Velcro is also a really good use case because for those individuals who might have some neuropathy in their fingertips, using the scratchy part of the Velcro can be a, a better solution than using smooth bump dots. Sometimes that little rough surface can be easier for people to feel, um, uh, you know, get, get a good tactile feel for that marking. Examples. So we gave a couple examples already of where tactile markings can be good. Here's two pictures that we have uh, on this slide. One is of using wiki sticks. We have a salt and pepper shaker. Uh, if you have no color perception, a lot of times salt and pepper shakers can be really difficult because they're the same size. I can't tell you how many times in my personal life I have put pepper on thinking it's salt. Uh, and that really changes your, the taste of your meal. So using wiki sticks to put a P uh, and an S, again, is one really good way, especially if an individual's had vision uh, in their past and they are aware of letters, or uh, even for individuals who might not be aware of the alphabet and the shapes of the different letters, it's obvious that these shapes are different, and so you can use those to identify what is salt and what is uh, pepper. Also, we have a picture of two uh, hotel shampoo bottles. So we have a shampoo and a conditioner. They uh, visually, they look different, but tactile, they're identical. They look the same, same shape, same size. And so simply putting a rubber band around one of them makes it super easy to uh, determine which is which. And I've worked with a couple individuals who their sighted uh, partners or sighted family said, even for them, that's great because they're in the shower without their glasses on or their eyes are closed because of the water. It's super easy to figure out which is the shampoo and which is the conditioner. So these tactile markings can be a great way and, and really a very easy way for individuals to get in and identify and label items. There's really no learning curve. Um, it's simply using something that has some tactile markings so that you can identify the difference. Now, obviously, tactile markings aren't great for identifying products uh, where barcodes and things like that would be beneficial. Technology. And that takes us into our next piece is looking at technology-based labeling systems. And we're really going to look at five main options here. We're going to look at the ID-mate. We're going to look at the pen friend voice labeling system. Then we're going to look at a two smartphone-based solutions, the WayAround app and also Digit Eyes. 
And then last, we'll look at a computer-based barcode scanner. Now, all of these have some of their own pros and challenges surrounding them, and, and all of them can use different type of technology for their barcodes uh, and how those barcodes are read. And so we'll dive into those and look at uh, uh, the differences between them. ID mate. When we're looking at the ID mate, the ID mate is really been around for many, many years. Uh, it is from Envision America, and it is a great portable barcode scanner. It is uh, $1,299 retail. And we'll talk about why uh, the barcode, the ID mate, can be a beneficial option for some individuals. Features. There are a number of pros or positives surrounding the ID mate. First of all, it uses the UPC barcodes that are included on most retail items, from food to healthcare to DVDs and CDs. It, it, it utilizes those barcodes that come uh, on those uh, items already. And it also comes with its own database that has almost 3 million products. They may be over 3 million products at this point. And so having that database built right into the device is great to be able to identify quickly what item that is. Also, the barcode scanner on the ID made is an omnidirectional barcode scanner. And what that means is that it is sending out waves in all directions. And so you do not need to line your barcode up perfectly. You can simply move that ID mate around your item until it catches the barcode and it does it pretty quickly and accurately. It's, it's also portable. It comes with its own text-to-speech, so it's all self-voicing. It does also offer the ability for digital audio recording. So I mentioned it's got its built-in database and it pulls from that database and it, it identifies the item using the text-to-speech. But then the ID Mate also gives you the opportunity to record your own voice notes surrounding that item. So that could be cooking instructions, that could be notes about uh, when you purchase the item or if it's a clothing item, what matches with it, things like that. And in the future, then, when you scan that barcode, it will play back the text-to-speech. It'll identify what that item is, and then it will play your voice recording as well. It does come with extra barcodes uh, that you can purchase. So if your item is not uh, does not have a barcode, you can purchase barcodes. They can give you clothing or adhesive ones and place those on there and then create your own labels for identification purposes. And that would be the same if you uh, had an item that already had a barcode on it, but let's say, for example, it's not in the built-in database, as long as you get somebody then to uh, determine what that product is, or maybe you use another solution to identify that item, you can then, again, create that voice label to be used in place of uh, the, the database that, that did not have that item. It does, the, the ID Mate Galaxy also has a uh, has Wi-Fi, so it gives you an extended database, basically doing the ability to kind of do a Google search and, and, and identify the item that way. And then one of the other things I really like about the uh, ID Mate is this, it's 
extended information. So it will identify the item for you, but a lot of times it'll then uh, alert you that there's more information. And that more information could be the uh, size, the serving size, the nutrition facts. And a lot of times it's also the cooking instructions for food items. So not only are you able to identify what that item is, but then you can get some of those that, that information that's printed on the box that can be very difficult to to, to obtain if you can't see. And so it has that ability to then give you that extended information uh, if it's there. Some of the challenges is the cost. Uh, uh, you know, $1,300 is, is a significant uh, investment for individuals. Um, and so for me, that's a big challenge. Uh, also updating the database. It's not a hard process to do, but it is, uh, there is some, some steps involved in, in making sure that your database is up to date. And you wanna keep doing that because obviously, as new items are added to that database, that's only going to increase the amount of items that you can identify. Pen friend. The next option we're going to look at for technology is the PenFriend voice labeling system. This system is in its third iteration now, the PenFriend 3, and this was designed in collaboration with the RNIB out of London. And this is a solution that utilizes RFID tags to create voice labels. It typically retails for about $149 US, and you can get it at all major uh, uh, online um, retail uh, uh, sites that sell products designed for people with vision loss. Features. Some of the uh, positives of the PenFriend, first and foremost, it's very small, very portable. It's very easy to use. There's just a few uh, high contrast tactile buttons. It's very quick and easy to create your voice labels. The way you do it is you simply press and hold the record button, touch the end of the tip, the tip of the pen. They call it the pen friend because it kind of looks like a big pen. Uh, there's kind of a, a bigger end at the top and then it tapers down to a tip like a pen would be. And so pressing and holding the record button and then pressing the tip of the pen on a voice label will beep. You can then create and record your voice label. And now you have uh, have that label uh, ready to go anytime in the future. We'll show a, a demonstration of that process in just a moment. Um, each label holds one hour of recording. So if you need to record a lecture or uh, if you know it's going to be longer than just identification purposes. And that's one cool thing about the pen friend is it doesn't have to be just for uh, identifying items. It could be for an extended um, uh, lecture or if you needed to write down instructions for something or a phone book, you would have uh, one hour of recording per label. It has a total of 250 hours of recording time uh, on that pen friend. And there's some other features that come with it too that are not specific to voice labeling uh, book reader and an MP3 player, but we're not gonna highlight those because A, um, that's not what the webinar about is about, and B, uh, honestly, I don't know too many individuals that uh, are walking around with their pen friend reading their books, but it is there if you want it. 
Some of the challenges for the pen friend, number one, there is no database. So the pen friend has no pre-populated database, which means that you either need to know what that item is or get assistance identifying that item before you make the label. It only works with the provided R, uh, the RFID labels from Penfriend. You can purchase other packs, uh, but it only works with their labels. And that's pretty, that's typical for some of, uh, of these different solutions. I also found that the recording and playback quality wasn't great. Again, you'll hear that in the demonstration in just a moment. You also can't manage the playback. So first of all, you can reuse your pen friend labels, which is great, but you're unable to manage what is played back. For example, if you touch the tip on a label, it's going to play that start to finish. Now you can end it, but you can't skip around that playback. So again, I mentioned maybe using it for a contact list or a phone book that could work except you'd have to listen to all of the names and not be able to jump to one towards the end if you wanted. Um, the other thing is, is you can't add to a recording. So if you've recorded uh, on a label, you can reuse it, but it's going to erase what is on that label and create a whole nother recording. So you're not able to add to an existing recording. So let's take a look here at what the pen friend, how it works creating a label and also reading those labels. Now, before we can go ahead and use our pen friend, we first need to uh, attach a label to something and then go ahead and create that label. So I have some sticky labels here that were provided uh, by pen friend when you first get your device. We're going to go ahead and peel off one of these. This is a large square, I believe. Uh, so let me find the edge here. If my fingers want to work correctly, there we go. We'll peel off this large square. We're going to go ahead and put it on the top of our product here. Now, I do know that this is uh, uh, buttercream frosting. That's one of the things with the pen friend is you do need to know what the product is before you're labeling it because again, it doesn't have that built-in database. But I know this is some buttercream frosting. We've put our label on the top. It doesn't matter where you put it, uh, but we have now attached it to the top. I'm gonna take my pen here, my pen friend. I'm gonna hold down the second button from the top. So that is our record button. While I'm record, uh, holding down that record button, I'm gonna go ahead and press the tip of the pen against that label I'm going to hear a beep I can let go of the record button I can go ahead and record my uh, uh, my voice label and then I'll press that record button a second time when I'm done so we'll go ahead and hold down record press the tip against the sticker uh, this is buttercream frosting we'll go ahead and press that second button again down the record we've now created our voice label now that our label is created, anytime we want to identify this item, all we need to do is turn our pen friend on, simply take the tip of the pen and put it against the... Uh, this is Put it against the label and it will automatically play it back. Now, I noticed something when I created this label and labels in the past. 
it started to uh, play back in the, it cut off a little bit of my recording. I heard the beep, I immediately started talking, but it seemed to cut off a little bit in the front. What I have realized with the PenFriend 3 is that you do not want to talk immediately when you hear that beep. You want to give it about a three to four second count then start speaking so that none of your information is cut off. So let's try recording this label one more time and see if we can get everything on there. Again, I'm gonna hold down the record button, touch the tip of the pen to the label, I'll hear a beep, I'll let go of that button, speak my label, when I'm all done, I'll press that button, record button a second time. So let's try one more time. This time we'll give it that three second count. Buttercream frosting. There we go, now let's check it out and see if we got it. So we're gonna just take the tip of our pen, touch it against the top label. Buttercream frosting. This time we got it perfect and didn't get anything cut off. Way around. So as you can see, the pen friend labeling system is very easy to use. And once you've got those labels created, it is uh, 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 simple to have that item uh, identified for you. Next, we're gonna take a look at WayAround. Now, WayAround is a smartphone-based labeling system and, and it uses NFC tags or near-field communication. It is available for both iPhone and Android. The app itself is free to use. You can create a free account where the cost comes in is purchasing the actual way tags or those NFC tags that are needed. Features. So what, a lot of the things, are, there's a few things I really like about uh, Way Around. First, it's really, um, the, the NFC piece is great. So unlike some of the other solutions, and we'll actually see a solution in just a moment that's more uh, uses the camera on your phone, NFC does not use the camera on your smartphone at all. It uses a specific NFC reader, which is typically located right by your camera. And all you need to do with WayAround is simply bring your device close to the Way tag, and it will automatically read it for you. So there is no difficulty in identifying and finding where those tags are. Way tags are inexpensive. Uh, they sell many different kinds from magnetic to adhesive to e actual buttons that can replace buttons on your clothing. So they have a, uh, one of the things I recommend is purchasing the Way tag variety pack. They kind of have a, a whole starter pack that gives you a few of each different tag that they sell. And you can reuse those tags just like you could with PenFrem. One of the things, again, that's really great about Way, uh, Way Around is they have a wide variety of detail types. So when you are labeling an item, it gives you all of a, a number of predefined categories from personal care to grocery item to file to cleaning. Um, and so when you choose those categories, you then get different attributes where that you would fill in. So obviously the clothing care instructions and in, in details would be different from grocery care. So rather than just having a generic one, they create different attributes depending on which category you can choose uh, that you choose. You can also create your own custom categories and your own custom attributes. So you're not limited to just what they provide. 
It's also uh, the way that the way uh, around works. It also only gives you the information you need. And you'll see in the video that we'll play in just a moment that when you identify an item using way around, it'll play the description field. But then if you want more information, for example, when you purchased an item or if it's kosher or gluten free, you can get that information by swiping through the screen, but it's not given to you automatically. Some of the challenges for Way Around is first, it is smartphone based. So an individual utilizing this system would need to be familiar with a touchscreen device. And then if they have any vision loss and require magnification, they would need to be uh, they would need to be aware of how to use those accessibility features, again, either magnification or the screen reader. So that can be one challenge. You also must purchase the way tags to work. But again, I did mention they have a wide variety of them and they aren't too expensive. It is a little bit more involved of a process and you'll see that in a moment for creating your way tag. So it takes a little bit longer than like the pen friend does. It only works with the NFC based way around tags. And last, they don't offer the ability to, to create any voice labels at this point. But let's take a look at way around in action. So on this binder here, I have a tag that I have added to the bottom right corner. It's not yet been created, so we're going to go through that process now. I'm going to touch the Create button on my screen. Create button. And I am using VoiceOver during this um, uh, demonstration. Create way tag, heading level one, and banner. So a new screen has now popped up, and this is our Create screen. And here is where we're going to enter in all the details about whatever we are labeling. Description, heading level two. The first option we come to is description. This is where we're going to add any text that we want to. And this is the text that will be read when you scan in the information. We're going to see that besides this description field, there's many other uh, uh, fields we can pick. But when we do our original scan, the only thing that will be read out loud immediately is whatever we put in this description field. So I'm going to move to the edit field. Enter the text you want written to the way tag. Multi-line text field. And we're going to go ahead and write in technology product handout. Multi-line text field is editing. Enter the text you want written to the way tag. Insertion point at start. Now I can either use the keyboard or I can use dictation. I'm going to use dictation. Technology product handout. Insert a technology product handout. So I have my description in here and now we're going to keep on swiping right and let's look at what else is available on the screen. Detail type, select, pop-up button. We now have detail type. This is where Way Around really shines. They give you a number of different detail types or categories in order to pick where your uh, item kind of fits under. And what's very cool is that no, depending on which detail type you choose, that determines what other options are visible for you to then fill out. For example, Detail type, select, pop-up button, select, picker item, adjustable, one of 11. We're gonna, there is a total of 10 different categories we can pick from and we're gonna simply, we are going to simply swipe up on it here with voiceover and see the different types. Appointment. First we have appointment. So obviously this is gonna be to create appointments. Artwork, business card, cleaning supply, clothing care, 
Custom. File. Grocery item. Personal care product. Retail product. Retail product. So all those are all of the different detail types we can choose. Now you did hear custom in that list. We are not uh, restricted to only the options they provide. We can choose custom and then create our own uh, detail type. Now whichever type we choose here will now determine what is shown on the screen for the different details. For example, let's set it to grocery for just a moment and let's look at the different options that are then provided personal care product grocery item done button done back to way around home button banner landmark now that we've chose grocery we get a number of different options here from uh, re uh, dietary restrictions to certifications to purchase date to best used by those obviously wouldn't make much sense if you were choosing personal care or clothing or cleaning device uh, cleaning item and so whatever category or detail you pick will then determine what details are shown for you to fill out. Now, obviously this binder we're doing, it's not a grocery item. So let's go ahead and change our detail type back to file and see the different options that then pop up. Detail type, grocery item, pop up detail type, grocery item, grocery item, pick her up file. Now we'll choose file instead. Done button. Detail type, file, back to way around home, but detail type, file, pop-up button. And now we're going to go and swipe through and fill out quickly the different detail types, uh, the different details that now show up for file. File, heading level two, category, select, pop-up button. So we get category. It's going to allow us to categorize this. So let's go ahead and fill category, this in. Select, pop-up button, select, pick auto, business. And it's business related. We'll done. choose done. Category, business, back to way around home, button, file, file, category, business, pop-up button, created date, pop-up button. And then we have a created date, so we can put the date that we've created this file. Last updated, pop-up button. We can also choose last updated, so that we can keep a note the last time we've added to this file. Due date, pop-up button. Also a due date, if we'd like one. Other date, pop-up button. Or other date. Add a custom detail button. And with every option you choose, you will always get an add a custom field. So again, we are not limited to just the detail, uh, details that they have provided. We can add a custom one. So we're going to add a custom one. Quick. Multi-line text field is editing. Label for your detail. Insertion point at start. So this is now asking the label for our detail. So we are going to call this, um, we'll say product handouts text for your detail multi-line text field and now it's asking us for the text for our detail video magnifiers and other optical character recognition devices inserted video magnifiers and other optical character recognition devices so now we've got our label and the text for that label delete this custom detail button Add a custom detail button. Add a link button. Wait, add information. Heading level two. We've now added all of the information that we want for this tag. We're going to touch down at the bottom to the right button. Location where this wait right button. We're going to double tap right. Then we're going to hold the back of our phone to the tag and it's going to transfer our information to that way tag. Alert. Ready to scan. Ready to scan. There we go. Way around. Success. Way tag written. 
it tells us that it was successfully done and wrote that tag. Uh, all that information has now been written to that tag. Now let's prove that it worked. On that main screen, we have besides the create button, we have that read button. And that's what we'll use when we've already have a tag created and we want to read one. So let's verify that our uh, technology handout uh, uh, tag was created. Scanner ready, press the red button, read button. So we'll go ahead and tap read. Alert, ready to scan, ready to scan. And now we're going to hold the back of our phone where that NFC uh, reader is to the tag. Technology product handout. And by default, the only thing that's spoken out loud by voiceover is what we put in that description. That's really handy, but if we want to see the other information, we can simply swipe right. Category. Business, product handouts, video magnifiers, and other optical character recognition devices. And we see both the category and that custom label that we created. So the way around system can be a really handy and quick way to put uh, items, uh, to put labels on items and use your smartphone to identify them. For anyone uh, who found the mistake during that video, add it to your post survey and you'll get some extra credit. There was a little mistake that we had in that video, but we'll see if anybody caught it. Digitize. Now we're gonna move on to another smartphone-based solution, and this is DigitEyes. DigitEyes has been out for a pretty long time, and you'll actually see DigitEyes uh, in a following video when we look at computer-based solutions as well. They do have a website and a smartphone app. It is provided uh, both for, uh, uh, no, I'm sorry, it is iPhone only. It is a $9.99 charge, and you can get it from the Apple App Store. Features. There's some really cool things about DigitEyes. First, it does use a, it does have a UPC uh, barcode uh, library, so you can use your phone's camera to scan those built-in barcodes on retail items. We'll talk about that in just a moment. Uh, it's a pro and a challenge at the same time. You can also create text-based and audio-based barcodes. This is one of the things I really like about DigitEyes. You can create uh, audio tags from the app itself if you have a uh, smartphone-supported printer. So you can actually use the app to go ahead and print those. Or you can go to the website after creating a free account and um, print both text-based and audio-based barcodes. Text-based barcodes uh, on the website itself, you will type in the text that you want. It'll print out the labels. You'll choose which type of labels you have, Avery and you know how many on each one. It prints them out. You go ahead and stick them on any of your item. And then when you use the Digitize app, scan that barcode, it will uh, display the text that you entered in on the site itself. Audio labels, these are going to be labels you print out. Uh, again, stick them to any item. The very first time you uh, scan that audio label, you can create, record your audio label. And then in the future, when you scan that barcode again, it'll play back your audio. And you can reuse and edit those uh, audio tags as needed. It has a pretty simple uh, app interface, um, very easy to use in my opinion. It's a little less, uh, a less difficult to use than way around maybe. Some of the challenges for DigitEyes, 
you do need to use the phone camera. And we talked about that, uh, that it can be difficult to do. So that yes, it's got a UPC code that you can use the UPC barcodes, but it can be very difficult uh, as somebody with uh, living with vision loss, it can be very hard to identify and find uh, where those barcodes are and then point your camera perfectly to kind of grab those barcodes. It does typically give you some uh, audio feedback when it starts to see the, the, the barcode. It's similar to seeing AI and their product identification, if you're familiar with that, but it can be a challenge. Um, another challenge is you do need some screen reader skills online if you're going to use their website. So if you're going to go in and create some of those labels online, you do need to be uh, 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 comfortable with your screen reader and be comfortable with navigating web pages. Let's take a look at uh, Digitize in action. So first, we're going to take a look at using the built-in UPC codes on products. So we have a product here, and it has its own built-in UPC code. And so I'm going to get the product ready. There's all different ways that you can scan it in. I sometimes like to put the uh, product flat on the table, especially if it's a, a, a round product like this. I'm going to put it flat on the table. Then I'm going to take my iPhone here, and I'm going to tap that scan button. Scan button. Digitize scanning. We heard a twice to cancel. There we go. We heard a beep and it told us it's now scanning. We're going to hear a click noise. That's just letting us know that the camera is live and it's ready to scan. One of the tough things about using the built-in UPS, uh, UPS, UPC barcodes is that it's hard to line them up in the camera. If you cannot, uh, if you don't know where the barcode is, it, you can't feel them. They're not, they're typically not tactile. So it can be hard to line up the camera view with that barcode. So what I recommend is holding your phone, your camera above the product. And if it is a round product, in this case, we're gonna spin it until we get to the barcode. We should hear digitize kind of beep when it starts to see that barcode and then it It'll automatically capture and grab that barcode once it sees it. A flat object like a box is a little bit easier to do because then you can just point your camera uh, at the different corners of the box and it's a little bit easier to grab that UPC barcode. I'm gonna hold my phone above it. Spin. This is the tough part here. Now sometimes if you can't do it, it could be a good idea to pick up the product and point it as well. Oh, we heard a beep, so we know we're close. Looking up bar. Ah, there we go. Whipped butter, cream frosting, 12 ounces, 12.0 ounces, cup backslash tub. So right away we get the information about the product. Betty Crocker tells us it's whipped buttercream. Right on here we have some options too. There is a more information. Scan button. Betty Crocker whipped butter, cream frosting, 12 ounces, tw more information, button. If we go into the more information, we can typically find some uh, nutrient facts. We can find the cooking instructions if available. But there's something else on here that's uh, interesting as well. We're going to keep swiping to the right. Record button. We have a record button. So 
if we want to add any kind of audio label to that UPC barcode, we can do that and that will be saved on our device. And the next time that we scan in this product, we'll still get that alert telling us that it's Betty Crocker whipped buttercream. But if we swipe to the right, we'll find a play button. We can go ahead and tap that play button and it'll play back any whatever message re we recorded. So if that more information button, for example, didn't have cooking instructions, you could record them in yourself. So that's using the UPC barcode. Now, as you could see through the demonstration, it wasn't a simple task to do. Again, getting your camera lined up to find that barcode can be very difficult with a phone. And that's always been one of the biggest challenges with using a smartphone to really read any barcodes. Now let's move on and take a look at the text-based labels. I mentioned that you can go to digit-eyes.com, you can log in with your account, click on create labels and choose text labels. It's gonna give you a big drop down of all the different Avery labels you can choose from to, uh, a, to a page, six a page, 14 a page, all the way up. You choose whichever labels you have click make labels, and then you're gonna get an accessible uh, edit fields that tells you column and row, and you're gonna go ahead and fill out your text-based labels. You can put a, a, a total of 50 characters into those labels. You go ahead and click create, and then you can download and print those labels. You can then take those labels and attach them to any product. So we have a prescription bottle here, and I've taped one of the text-only labels onto the top of this uh, label here. So let's see if we can find out what this prescription is. So we'll tap our scan button. Scanning. We'll point it at the top of our label. Ibuprofen tablets. And we find out it's that it is ibuprofen tablets. Now you only get a, uh, 50 characters, so um, you wanna be careful how much information you put in there, especially if it's medication, and probably would be a good idea to put in how many pills, how many uh, times a day, and things like that. But remember, you do have a f uh, 50 characters. We'll go ahead and tap done, because we are done identifying that product. Done. We do have another text-only uh, uh, label here. So on the bottom of this binder here in the corner, I have taped another label. Let's see if we can figure out what this binder is. We're going to go ahead and tap our scan button. We're going to point it at the uh, actual label here. Technology handouts. And it tells me that it's technology handouts. Now, this is great, especially because you can create these labels uh, completely free. The only cost is gonna be those Avery labels that you're purchasing, or if you just print them on your own paper and tape them on, that's a, even a less expensive way of doing it. One of the downfalls or one of the things that I'd like to see with the text only, but it doesn't currently support this, is I'd love to be able to also record some audio labels uh, with that text. Right now, the only thing you can do is just have that text spoken out that you've typed in when you created the label. But it's very simple, very quick, and very inexpensive for you to label your own items.
Digitize also sells some wash uh, waterproof labels that you can use for your clothes so that they can be uh, labeled correctly and, and survive through washer and dryer. So that's another option for you uh, for identifying and labeling items. The last type of barcode that Digitize can do is audio-based barcodes. Now, I mentioned that you can create them from the website, but you can also do it right from the app. Right on the home screen of the Digitize app is a Create Audio Labels. When tapping that, you'll go ahead and choose what type of Avery labels you have. Then you click Print. It will go ahead and show you any printers that are on your network that are uh, compatible with your iPhone, and then it'll go ahead and print those labels for you. Once they're printed, you can then stick them on anything that you want. We have a, a, just a cell phone here, and on the back of it, we have taped an audio-only label. Now, this does currently has no audio tied to it, so let's look at what the process is like to actually creating these audio labels. So I'm going to take my device and tap scan. Our camera is live. We'll scan our audio uh, label. Audio label. Done. Button. And now we'll swipe right and look at what options we have. Scan. Button. Audio label. Button. It tells us it's, it is an audio label. Uh, swipe right. Record button. And now we have our record button. So let's go ahead and double tap our record button and create our audio label. Stop. Blind Shell Classic Cell Phone. Double tapped again to stop. Play button. We can go ahead and play it. If I swipe right, I will get a re-record button if I wasn't happy with my first result. But I'm going to swipe left. Edit description button. Audio label button. Scan button. Done button. And I'm going to choose done. Done. Scan button. So now I have created my audio label. So let's repeat our steps and scan this label again and let's see what happens. I'll double tap on scan. We'll go ahead and point our camera at our label. Scanning. Tap twice to cancel. Blind show classic cell phone. Done playing button. And right away we get that audio playback of the label that we created. We can swipe right. Done playing. Delete button. We can delete that if we wanted to. And that's going to be best if we wanted to reuse that label or, or recreate uh, our, our, our audio file. The Digitize app is, is very powerful between the UPC codes, the text barcodes, and also the audio barcodes and gives you a lot of options for creating the right type of label for you. Computer barcode. The last option we're going to look at under our technology section is using your computer paired with a Bluetooth or USB barcode scanner. Uh, these can range, uh, you can pick them up on, on Amazon. You can usually get them anywhere between $50-$200. Um, and these can be great options for identifying items. Features. So again, this is computer based. So you'd plug in that you that uh, barcode scanner into your computer, and then you would typically use uh, a website. And you can actually do it in a couple ways. One, you can use uh, Google and scan in in a Google search, and it'll typically give you a result. Otherwise, there are two websites specific to. Um, uh, uh, individuals with vision loss. One is a uh, directions for me, and that's 
uh, created by Horizons for the Blind. And then the other one is Digitize that we just talked about. So using digit-eyes.com, their website, you can identify those products. Some of the pros is definitely the cost. It can be a very inexpensive way to get into and utilizing some labeling uh, options. You get not only the identification of the item, but you can also get those extended details, so the cooking instructions and the nutrition facts and things like that. You're always going to have that up-to-date database because you're pulling from their website. And you're also using an omnidirectional barcode scanner. So again, rather than using a camera-based solution like on your smartphone, you're using a specific omnidirectional barcode scanner, making it much easier to scan those barcodes. Really, the two main challenges for this, number one, you do need to have some screen reader skills because you're going to be using the computer in conjunction with the website. So you're going to need to be familiar with your computer and your screen reader in order to access those sites. And then second, it's not very portable as well, too. Now, you could have a laptop or something in your kitchen, but it's less portable than some of the other options that we looked at. Let's take a look at a video and we're going to identify a product or two using both the directions for me and Digitize website. So we have our barcode scanner set up here right on our table. We've got our computer up and going here. And so my barcode scanner is connected to the computer via USB. And there's two websites we're going to look at in this video. First, we're going to look at Directions for Me, which is a website produced by uh, Horizons out of Illinois. And the second uh, website we're going to look at is Digit Eyes. So first, let's go move on. Uh, let's move to Horizons or the Directions for Me website. I've got it set as a favorite here. All deaf. Contact B. Bookmarks has bookmarks menu. Directions for Me. Enter. Leaving menus. Address and search bar edit. Directionsformer.org. Direct. Direct. All right, we are at the Directions For Me website, and in the top right corner is a search box where we want to move our screen reader to, if we're a screen reader user. In this video, I am using JAWS, but it doesn't matter which screen reader you use, JAWS, NVDA, Narrator, they're all gonna work great with the Directions For Me site. So what I'm going to do is, I'm just gonna hit my E key to move to the first edit box. Search edit, search. And we're going to go ahead and go into forms mode and we are ready to scan our first barcode. I'm going to take my product here. I'm going to hold it in front of our barcode scanner and I'm going to wait for that beep. If I don't get it right away, I'll spin my product a little bit until it sees the barcode. Ah, we got it. It went ahead and put in the barcode. It's a long digit. And now I know that the, the Directions For Me website utilizes headings to show me the different search results. So I'm going to use my H key to move by heading. And let's see if it was able to find this product. List of four items. Search results for left bracket 000. Betty Crocker with buttercream frosting visited heading level two link. And right away we land on Betty Crocker whipped buttercream frosting. So it was able to identify that product for us. Now, one little side note for directions for me, we could actually activate this link and move to the actual product page and learn more about it. It's, it's nutrition facts, uh, cooking directions, things like that. But in this video, we were only looking to identify a product. We're gonna go to our favorites. All deaf, B, 
Bookmarks menu. Digitize UPC. And Enter. we'll go to Leave Digitize it. website. Page has one heading and 68. And about the center left of our screen, we do have that UPC search box. We're going to use our E key again. Find the UPC slash code now. Edit. Perfect. Enter. And this time, let's start with that same product that was not on directions for me. And let's see if DigitEyes database has this product. Hold in front of our barcode. We'll turn. There it is. 0376001. Just like directions for me, the DigitEyes website also uses headings. So we'll use our H key. List of three items. Wrapping to top, peanut butter spread heading level 5. And we find out that it is peanut butter spread. I could down arrow and take a look at some more information about this product, what uh, manufacturer, some of the ingredients, but I did, I was able to identify that it is creamy peanut butter. So this product uh, is in the Digit Eyes database. Being able to use a barcode scanner connected to your computer, again, is a really cool way and a very inexpensive way to get into using some barcode uh, uh, options for your identification. Visual interpreters. We've got one last little section to take a look at today. We're going to look at smartphone-based visual interpreters. And really what we're focusing on is IRA and Be My Eyes. IRA and Be My Eyes are both available on uh, iPhone or Android. And they both are free apps to download. And we'll talk a little bit about some of the cost of using it. Era. Ira is a uh, again a smartphone-based uh, visual interpreter. You're going to use a smartphone app, connect to a live agent. That live agent has access to your camera, giving them a live video feed, and you also have the ability to have full audio speaking back and forth with them. And they can provide instructions, directions, and help you accomplish whatever task you are doing. Um, they also have GPS information about your smartphone, so they know where you are, so they can assist in some of those mobility um, tasks as need be and finding things for you. One of the other things we, we talked about, uh, I want to mention, is how you can use it, how you pay for it. So IRA is a subscription-based solution. You pay a monthly fee. They have different tiers. The more, pay, the more you pay a month the more minutes you can have to access an IRA agent. But they also have offered two different ways for you to use the service for free. First, by creating a free guest account, you can connect to live agents for five minutes or less. And you can do that as many times as you need to during a day at five minutes. Uh, that call will be ended and you can call back in for another five minutes. Or the other option is through the IRA access locations. IRA access locations are where places of business or different locations have purchased the IRA service. And when you enter into their geofence or into their location, you then pull from their IRA minutes so that it's free of charge for you. You'll see it a lot in airports. Uh, Vision Forward Association is an IRA access location. Walgreens, Target, and just most recently, Milwaukee County Transit System here in Milwaukee has made it free for bus riders to use. So there are options for you to use it free of charge. Some of the challenges, definitely the cost. It can be expensive for those subscription-based solutions if you want. And also connectivity. Because it requires Wi-Fi or mobile LTE data, um, as soon as you get somewhere that has 
poor data connection, you're going to lose connection to that IRA agent. So IRA is never a replacement for mobility. You must have good mobility skills to fall back on. IRA can just be a great tool to add to your mobility toolbox. Or if you're using IRA for uh, identification purposes, it can be great. Features. Be my eyes. Another option is Be My Eyes, and Be My Eyes is a free app, again, available on iPhone or Android. Features. It is a volunteer-based solution, so when uh, someone signs up, they download the Be My Eyes app. They can sign up as an individual who is blind or a sighted volunteer, and then they will be alerted when a person who is visually impaired is requesting a volunteer. Again, you'll get a live volunteer, so you'll get that live video feed. They'll see through your camera. You'll have that audio, that two-way audio, so you can talk back and forth. Um, and it is, uh, like I mentioned, it's free, and, and that's a, a great thing. Some of the challenges, though, versus when we compare it to using IRA, um, there is definitely a difference between the live agent, the trained agent from IRA, and a volunteer. A trained agent is specifically trained to work with someone with a visual impairment, so they're very precise and accurate with their directions and their instructions, where with a, a volunteer, you may not get that same level of preciseness. Um, also, you know, with Be My Eyes, these volunteers don't have a, they can't connect typically and, and, and do a 30, 40 minute uh, task with you. It's usually a quick task that you need to accomplish with Be My Eyes. Um, uh, you're going to face some of the same connectivity issues that you do with IRA. Again, it does require that Wi-Fi or LTE mobile data to be used. But let's check out a video of using both IRA and Be My Eyes to identify an item and then get more information about that item. So let's take a look at how we can use IRA and that live agent to identify products for us. We've got our IRA app open. We're going to go ahead and touch the call IRA uh, button dead center of our app. Call arrow for free from phone button. We'll double tap. Call arrow for free. Connecting agent, to an agent. Calling agent. Connecting to an agent. <laughs> Steven. Duration, zero hours, zero minutes. Thanks for calling Ira. This is Steven. What would you like to do today? Hey, Steven, I was wondering if you could just tell me what this product is. Yeah, definitely. If you want to go ahead and rotate it for me, it's currently showing the nutrition facts side. So if you keep on rotating, I'll let you know when to stop. And if you pause here, this is a whipped frosting buttercream. Awesome. I've got one more question for you. This one might be a little bit hard to find. Can we see if there's an expiration date that you can see? Yeah, if you want to bring it a little bit closer to the camera, I could skim along as you rotate to see if I could find any uh, expiration at the moment. So if you keep rotating, yeah, so this is nutrition, if you keep going. No, I didn't see anything along the sides. If you want to show me the bottom. All right, looks like it's down here. For a clearer look, um, actually, I can make it out here. It's November 26, 
2017. Hmm, I probably shouldn't eat this then, huh? Probably not. <laughs> Thanks, Stephen. I appreciate your help. Have a great one. You as well, Corey. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We've got our Be My Eyes app open. We have got our product we need to identify. So we're going to go ahead and touch that uh, request first available volunteer. It's right in the center of our screen. Call first available volunteer button. We'll double tap. Call first available using rear camera. And by default, remember it's using our rear camera. As soon as a volunteer connects, we'll be able to talk to them. We are still trying to find the first available volunteer connected. Hi, this is Corey. Hi, Corey. Can you hear me? I sure can. He I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, this is Molly. Hey, Molly. I just had a quick question for you. I was wondering if you could tell me what product this is. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. That is um, whipped frosting, but if you can turn it a little bit, I can see the front of it. It's like a Duncan Hines. Oh, Betty Crocker whipped frosting. And, yeah, it just says buttercream. It looks like a vanilla. Just the buttercream? Butter awesome. Frosting. I've got one more question for you, if you don't mind, Molly. Can you see on the Absolutely. bottom here, can you see the expiration date? Might be hard to see, though. It's kind of blurry. Um, can you move it over? I don't know if it's your right or my right. How about this direction? Other direction. You got it. That'd be my left. Okay, thank you. Okay, <laughs> no it's kind of coming into... It's coming into to, to, uh, focus here. Give me a second. November 2017. Awesome. I will not make a cake with this. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about frosting, if it's, you know, what its shelf life is, but yeah. Thanks, Mom. expired for you. I appreciate your help. Thank you very much. No problem. I'm happy to help. Have a great one. End call. Bye-bye. As you can see, using visual interpreter systems like Be My Eyes and Ira can be a great way to identify items, especially those that might not have a barcode or a text label that you've put on it. Questions. So I apologize. We're a few minutes over. I did not want to keep people past one o'clock. We did go a bit over. Um, I will, we'll spend some time uh, staying around here to answer any questions, but for those who have uh, uh, another appointments they need to get to, first let me give you the exit code so you can boogie out of here. Again, the entrance code when you started was barcode. The exit code today is scanner. Entrance code is barcode. Exit code is scanner. For those individuals who have some time and some questions, please feel free uh, to ask. What we're going to ask you to do, though, is raise your hand uh, and we can uh, make sure that you get unmuted and ask your question if you have one. Unfortunately, we do have a question, an individual asking if it's going to be available via recording. At this time, unfortunately, it will not be. Um, we will be posting a quick uh, kind of little teaser of this, uh, the highlights of this uh, webinar, but the entire webinar will not be available via recording. Good question. If if anybody would like to open up their mic, feel free to raise your hand. We'll make sure you get unmuted and you can feel free to ask your live questions. We'll wait around for just a, a minute or two here.
Christine, you should have the ability to talk. Dean, try to unmute yourself if you could, please. There's a... Jakob, if you have a question, feel free to unmute yourself and you can ask your question if you have one. Oh, there we go. Wondering if the links are available somewhere. I missed the beginning, so sorry if you answered it already. Sure, no problem. Um, yes, so, so what we will do is the uh, slide deck will be available for download that includes all of the information and links. You will receive an email tomorrow with uh, a few pieces of information. Number one, it'll give you the link to the survey so that you can get your ACVREP credit. And number two, it will give you a direct link to download today's slide deck, giving you all of the links and information. Good question. Jakob, if you have a question, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing your name, but your hand is up. You can feel free to unmute yourself and ask your question. And Joseph, your Hello. hand is up. Oh, if you can, un you can unmute yourself as well too and ask. Can you hear me? We sure can, thank you. Hi, my name is Travis. I have a question about the pen friend. Are the stickers tactile at all for the pen friend? Sure, good question. So the, 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 they offer three different size stickers. I believe it's a small, a small round, medium round, and large square, I think are the, if I remember off the top of my head. Are they tactile? I mean, they, they are tactile in the sense that you can feel them once you've put them on something because they are going to be, you know, uh, raised up a bit on an item. One other thing, though, I mentioned in the video, and I do highly recommend this both for reusing the um, pen friend labels, but also to make them a little bit more tactile. It can be helpful to put those labels on maybe a thicker card stock or file card and then maybe cut it out or put that on the item. Then it makes it a little bit easier to find that barcode, uh, find that pen friend label because it's a little easier to find that thicker card stock. It also allows you to reuse those a little bit easier too. So <clears throat> rather than putting your sticker right on the item, itself and then the items time to throw in the garbage uh, you can reuse them right thank you so much I appreciate it no problem thank you Julie you can feel free to unmute yourself oh is in the chat Great question. So you had a question specific to the way tag. Uh, if you are, if you have a single way tag and you've written to it, can multiple devices access that same information? Um, I am. I'll be completely honest with you. I am not a hundred percent sure. 
I am 85% uh, sure that the answer is yes, because the way tag information is written into the tag itself. And as long as you're using the way around app, it should be able to access that information. Julie, what I will do though, is test it out this afternoon and I will get a definite answer for you. And I will also send off an email uh, to all of the attendees today with an answer to that question as well. Good question. Jakob, I do know, I do see that your hand's still up. If you'd like to unmute yourself, great. If you might not have a microphone or you're having issues, you can also type in the chat your question as well too. And we'll make sure that we get those that answered. Dean, and if you'd like to unmute yourself again, you can feel free and ask your question as well. Hey, I'm sorry, I missed the beginning. I wonder if crossing labels on was uh, compared to entrance. And the reason I'm thinking of that is it does have labels that have uh, dots around the edges. I apologize, Dean, the microphone, it's really, really, really hard to hear you. I meant, I heard you saying something about the pen friend and voice labels, but I, I, I didn't catch the question. I apologize. Can you hear me now? A little bit better. I'll try to increase volume here. Oops, I don't think I can. I'm asking if if the talking label wand has any major comparisons to the imprint. Uh, the talking label wand. I'm not, honestly, I'm not familiar with the talking uh, la label wand. So I wouldn't be able to answer of, uh, uh, it, the comparison, but um, thanks for, for bringing up an item I'm not aware of. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna definitely do a little research and, and I can also uh, provide some information uh, about some similars, similarities and differences via email as well. Thank you. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up here this afternoon. I think we've got everybody's answers. Again, that exit phrase was scanner and the entrance phrase was barcode. If you have any questions, you do have the contact email from your uh, that you originally got for your registration. Feel free to reply to that with any questions. If you have any issues uh, uh, applying for your ACVREP uh, credits, just let us know. We'll be happy to assist you in that. Typically, the turnaround is about 72 hours or so for those certificates. So once we receive your uh, completed survey, we will make sure that we process those certificates and get them out to you as soon as we can. Also in that survey, we are asking individuals to give us some future topics that they would love to see professional training webinars on. We continue to provide these, uh, these webinars and want to ensure that we are providing them on topics that you find interesting. Um, I don't mind sitting here and talking to myself and a couple staff members in the room here with me, but we'd really want to make sure that you guys uh, are, are getting the information that you want. So thank you guys so much for joining us on this professional uh, webinar, and we hope you enjoy the rest of your day.